Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, or good morning, or good afternoon to everyone, and welcome to the latest North versus South podcast, and featuring your two hosts, myself, State, and my co-host, Heath. How are you today, buddy? Yeah, really good, mate. Really, really good. How are you? Very good. You know, we're getting close to Christmas now, you know. I saw Santa at the weekend, went up and took the little man to, on the Santa train and everything, so yeah, really good, you know. Um, got got that Christmas buzz and feel about it now, so yeah. Hold on, so when you say Santa, you're talking about a guy with a beard who keeps presenting you gifts, right? Yeah. Is this Mo Salah? No. Are you talking no, about no, Mo no. Salah? No, this guy, had a, this, guy had a, this guy had a white beard, mate, a white beard. <laughs> and to be fair, well, we haven't got to it yet, but um, I've got more than just Mo Salah scoring me points, you see, at the moment. So and we'll, we'll get, we'll, 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 you know, thanks for bringing that up so early. We'll, we'll get to that a bit, you know, we'll get to that in, in this week's show, I'm sure, because um, as always, we've got, a, we'll have our game review in this show. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, in terms of this week's show, you know, we're, we've got we've got some exciting new things to, to sort of talk about as well. But, um, you know, what we're going to do today is we're going to, so I'll go through our game week reviews from the from the weekend's games. Um, very interesting game week from both mine and Heath's perspectives. We'll go through a standard shit list of um, five players who shit list pretty much self-explanatory. Then we've got our North versus South score prediction results from the predictions we did in the last podcast. And then we'll do our North versus South mini league updates. We've got our new feature, which I won't go into now, but it's called On The Spot. When we get to it, You'll find out more about that one, but we're quite excited about the new feature this week. Then we'll have this game week preview for the midweek fixtures coming up. And then we'll have a little quiz as well, which I'm doing for Heath. So, yeah, that's an, an action-packed show, as always, from for us too. And plenty of talking points, I'm sure, are going to come up, aren't they, Heath? Yeah? Mate, definitely, 100%. It feels like so much has happened since our last podcast. And it, and it doesn't feel like it's stopping after all this COVID stuff. It has actually kind of fallen into that category of being a little bit of a disaster for FPL players out there because people have taken hits this week thinking that might be the only time they've take they need to take a hit and now we're at a point where there's a chance the United game could get called off maybe the Norwich yeah. game maybe the Spurs game could get called off again there's just yeah it feels like proper FPL drama which means no real drama but for people who don't have a huge amount going on in their lives proper drama so um we're here to help <laughs> and by the way when i say people who haven't got much going on in their lives i'm really talking about myself and state and maybe a few others <laughs> yeah we're, we're, we're sad and lonely well, not we're not lonely per se, but you know we we um, yeah don't do much. <laughs> yeah, I, and also yeah, I don't, I don't want to insult our audience after like five minutes of the show. I think I insulted yeah, them maybe a few few podcasts no, back, but not this <laughs> this time. That's that was yeah, not the plan. Yeah, well, you've started you start off well as always, but really strong. I mean, this this just goes into will fall in nicely <laughs> to a lot of things going on. You know, there's still a shit list to be put on. You could be on there already for, for everyone else, not for me. <laughs> right, audience, Merry Christmas. I hope you're all well. Hope you're having a lovely time at the moment. Um, too late, yeah. too late. You've lost it. You've lost it. <laughs> I mean, again, I will make sure Heath's Twitter feed will be shared to you by, at the end so that you can send him as much abuse as you want. All, all happy. 
Oh, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh dear. Oh man. Well, I'm excited. Like I said, you know, so it's good. Like you said, lots has happened, but there's, there's more coming in. So, um, but um, which will lead us on to our to our first item on the agenda. You know, game week review of the week. Um, so, um, obviously we'll review our FPL team performances this week. So, how would you get on, buddy? If I wasn't against you, I would have been quite happy with my week. But in a way, you inspired me to take a few hits, but also, you know, I guess allowed me to get carried away. Because for me, uh, unfortunately, I feel like I'm, I've, I've got no willpower whatsoever. So, my, you know, my man here, State, went to university with me and he knows I have no willpower whatsoever. I, if someone yeah, I says can, to me, <laughs> I can confirm that. I can confirm that definitely. <laughs> if someone says to me, "Do you want to go out for a pint?" and my dissertation's meant to be in a day later, I will be very, very tempted to go for that pint. Um, yeah, I, I basically after our previous podcast, State told me he was taking. Well, he told the the, the audience that he'd taken a few oh, um, dramatic transfers, and I listened to that and thought. Interesting. I, I had a few plans up my sleeve. I thought maybe I could make one or two transfers myself. But, you know, maybe this was a chance to bring in some players and get rid of some dead wood. Well, it turns out because of COVID, I had to make more transfers than I even bargained for. However, knowing that State had made a minus eight already, I thought that's fine. I can make a minus eight. We're on level terms from the beginning and I can you know, don't have to worry about these Tottenham players. Now, that wasn't actually too bad of a plan. And I'll, I'll go into my de- go into details about my team now. So let's just start with Ramsdale. He got me 11 points. Now, he, he had a really good week. And I was really, really happy with him because he got, you know, he got a clean sheet. He got bonus. He got save points. I, I feel like he's one of those players who seems to be getting bonus points if he gets a couple of saves and he gets a clean sheet. So... He's been a bit of a winner for me since I brought him in. Uh, Rudiger, two very strange assists for two penalties. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, he got he got a minus one for the goals conceded, but got two bonus points, so he got me nine points. And then one of my transfers in was Vladimir uh, Vladimir Soufal. He he got me a clean sheet bonus, so that was good. I was quite happy with that. And I then have to announce my stinker of the week. And it, it, honestly, it, it, it's bad, right? I, I think most of you will probably understand why I did what I did. When I tell you who my captain was on, you guys will laugh, state you will laugh. My captain was on Emmanuel Dennis all the way up until the point where it came out in the, in the media that Reese James was definitely going to start in the game against Leeds, at home against Leeds. And I thought, well, Reese James, if he scores, he scores big. He can get goals, he can get assists, he can get clean sheets. Worst case scenario, gets a clean sheet against Leeds, who, you know, they do score, but I, I wouldn't really expect them to score two at Chelsea. And Sod's Law happened, they scored two at Chelsea. Reese James got booked. He is another wind up merchant. And my, me putting the captaincy on him meant that I got zero points. And as you all know, you can't double zero points, unfortunately. So that you can't just make zero. Well, yeah, 
okay but yeah that that was a proper stinker for me but i still felt i still felt confident i i, I still felt i had enough it turns out i didn't mason mount got me six points again he's been doing quite well got another goals took his goal really well got another yellow card though annoying uh, wilfred zaha was another player i bought in i looked at crystal palace's fixtures i haven't really mentioned him on the podcast but i he's a player that you know he's the kind of player that when he's on form you know you want him in your team especially where he's now in the midfield he wasn't up, he was up front a couple of years ago he's now back in midfield i i I don't think I made the wrong decision there, given they won 3-1. He just unfortunately didn't actually get any points in that game. So I was quite happy that Palace, maybe they've turned around their form again. Moussa Sissoko came in for uh, Emil Emil Smith-Rowe with a a solid two-pointer against Brentford. And then Conor Gallagher, the star of the week, with two goals against Everton, three bonus points. He got me 15 points. If only I put the captaincy on him. But we don't live uh, and breathe with if onlys. Uh, Mikel Antonio, another disappointing two pointer, this time White Burnley. Ollie Watkins. Now, I brought him in this week knowing that I could get away with a minus eight because State was on a minus eight. I thought if I bring him in this week, he's playing Liverpool way. I don't expect too much from him. However, they've got Norwich next week. So I was thinking I'm making a transfer really for next week. And if he gets anything from Liverpool, that's a bonus. What do they do? He got one point from Liverpool. Good work, Ollie. Emmanuel Dennis, what an absolute star. He got a goal, got three bonus points. Just should have made him captain. Should have stuck with my guns. But we, you know, we don't we don't really go with ifs and buts in this podcast. You get, get the W. You must have been good about the Watford not getting the win there. Must have been devastated. Oh, do, you know, do you know what? I I, I don't even want to go into it. <laughs> I, I, do. Do, I don't. I do. Want, I don't want to go wanna, into it. I want to. I want to. I want to poke this bear. You know. I want to oh. poke. It. <laughs> oh, I tell. T- I tell you what. I tell you what. Let's just wait. Let's just wait for my shit list. Let's just wait for right, my okay, shit okay. list. All right. Okay. I can. Yeah. I can wait. I'm patient. I've got. I've got good, all the good, time. Good man. Good man. <laughs> so, um, Foster's on my bench. Obviously, zero. Still injured. Smith Rowe obviously came out uh, for Sissoko. Lamptey and Cucurella both their game was called off. And obviously, there's no Kane, Sun, Reggion. I've taken them all out because of these new players that have come in. The idea being, I wouldn't normally do that. I know you're probably thinking, but Tottenham are one of your bigger teams to pick from. That's very true. However, I don't know how long this COVID thing is going to go on for. If they play their game coming up, then fair play. I have to take that hit if they get a lot of points. But I want to have players who I know who should be playing. I don't want to have to be making minus, you know, taking hits every week. So anyway, just to get to the point, in the end, I got 63 points. Take away the eight points. So that's obviously 55. So it's not bad. Average points was 55. So I've got the average I'm, I'm obviously disappointed because, well, you find out in a second why I'm disappointed, but I should have stuck by my guns with Dennis. I really should have done. And I'm sure we've all been there. And so, therefore, I'm not going to get too upset. But do you know what the thing, the other thing that really, I don't know why I allow myself to do this. I don't like captaining a player who's playing in the first game. I don't know why. Because then you've got like, if, if you don't do well, then you've got to go for the whole of the game week knowing that, you know, you sit on See, that, but it yeah. could go the other way. You know, I, well, I don't know why yeah. it's got to me yeah. mentally. 
Well, look, I mean, I know a few people play the, the Sky Fantasy one, and you can actually change your captains during the game during the game week sort of thing on that. So you can put someone in. It was a bit like the, the Euros. I don't know if you did the Fantasy Euros game, but you could change your, your captain, you know, after, like, the first couple of games. You could either back, stick with your captain what he'd scored you, or you could gamble and pick somebody else and hope they did better. You can do that in the Sky one. I, you know, maybe it's maybe it's something you know a chip, a chip that FPL could say. Like you, you know, you get it, you get to do it twice in game week. You can change it to a player who hasn't played yet. You captain in game week, or you could stick. They could maybe add that as a chip, maybe who knows? But yeah, I, I know what you're saying with that because yeah, you know, if, if you made your captain and they play the Friday night game, they do not fall. You straight away on a downer. You straight away thinking exactly. You're in a head to head league. You straight away thinking. I'm going to get bummed by State here because Salah's definitely going to... I don't necessarily fun. think that way, no. Um... Yeah, I reckon you do. <laughs> and I don't blame you. I'd be, I'd be scared of me as a team as well, mate. You know, I understand why you're scared. Yeah. <laughs> well, come but on, let, let, let's, let's hear about that team of yours. Come on. Well, well as he made a, made his point earlier, he, um, I, I made some, some big transfers last week. So I made four transfers, so I got a minus eight point hit. The, the, the funny part of that was um, one of those transfers was Patrick Bamford, and I'd already made it before it came out that he got injured from his goal celebration. Leeds kept that quiet for like the first part of the week at least, and I obviously made early transfers, which I don't generally do, but I was obviously made some rage transfers last week. So that's why you don't make rage transfers, people, because you do something stupid and someone gets injured, red explanation mark next to him, and you have no idea when they're coming back again. So, yeah, don't do that in future. Don't that, do that. That bloody explanation mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's just not what you want to see. And I've got quite a few of them, actually. In the, but I'll, I'll talk about that in this game week preview. But no, my team you know, did pretty well, considering. So, um, I cast Michael in net. He kept a clean sheet. Right. Yes, Bruce Michael. How, however, <laughs> however, did you see how close he was to not keeping a clean sheet? Yeah. Castagna seemed that. determined, didn't he? Castagna yeah, seemed determined. Like, yeah, we're not keeping a clean sheet. We not today, Gaffer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put it this way, if, if that had happened, it would have been on my shit list, Castagna, definitely. But no, Casper did well. It pulled it off. So he got, And he also made three... Not, Three saves, so seven points against Newcastle. Well done, Casper. You've, you know, I still desperately need to get rid of you because that's your second clean sheet of the season. So I don't fancy waiting another 15 game weeks for you to get another one um, and giving you your, your next four games are looking tasty. Then I'm, I'm probably not going to, I'm not probably going to keep, keep you in for that reason. Why, but that why, was, why, um, why don't you give uh, Norris a try? I could, I might do. I think the lad, you know, he's he's he's, he's dying for a try. But um, I think his problem is that he's not going to play any minutes for anybody this season. I don't think that's that's the only slight problem with that. But um, he's got you know, he's got a good beard though. I mean, he's rocking that beard either way. Yeah. Well, what I find funny is that is if you look on his stats, he's got um, a creativity of fifty of seventy five and a threat of forty two of seventy five. I mean, how has he got those type of figures? You know, surely, surely he should be like. The, the lowest of the low, you know, but um, never mind. Um, but um, yeah, the rest of the defence, solid. Cancelo, seven points, got two bonus points. He picked up a yellow card, which means he's now got a, a suspension, which is, 
you know, not good. We'll talk about suspensions soon because I've got a few of those coming into my squad. Diaz obviously got a clean sheet, also got a book in there. So he got he got five points, but again, still decent. And then my man Trent, clean sheet for Liverpool, and he got three bonus points, so nine points from Trent. So already my back four have all kept clean sheets. You know, they've already got me 35 points in my back four. Uh, not 35, sorry, 20, 28 points. And that from my keeper and my back three. So that was a good start, positive start. Midfield, because Bamford was out injured, he brought in Bubakara Samari from Leicester. He's someone I've got in on the cheap. He got three points, he got two points, and he got a clean sheet bonus. Diogo Yotta, it was obviously didn't really train much last week, so he was on the bench. Um, came on, just got a point. Bernardo Silva got an assist for that. Horrible penalty decision for Man City against Wolves. I'm, I'm, I can't buy that as a penalty. Really can't. Just not 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 happy with that decision. But um, you know, still he, he got an assist rate. He got a clean sheet um, bonus point. So yeah, six points for from from Bernardo and um, take that. Then Captain Mo steady away got the goal, the penalty, a clean sheet bonus. He got eight points in the end of the mode. He didn't get any bonus points, but um, eight points from Mo Salah. So as, he, as I captained him, 16 from him. And then my superstar of the week and one of the stars of the week, James Madison. Oh, don't know if you watch the Leicester game, anyone, but Madison was quality. I mean, Leicester were good. I mean, Newcastle are shocking, but 16 points from James Madison, one goal, two assists, clean sheet bonus, and he got two bonus points. And to be fair, he should have got three. I'm, you know, I'm not. I wasn't. I wasn't buying the fact that Tielemans was it Tielemans who got the who got the three bonus points in the Probably, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he scored two goals. One of them were a penalty. So what? I mean, God, I could have scored that penalty, you know, and I would have done. So anyway, Madison were quality. And to be fair, he'd have got another assist if Harvey Barnes hadn't been an idiot and squared it from Dakar to score a tap in. It's, because he did a right pass into Barnes, and Barnes should just slotted it home for another Madison that, assist. That was, that was one hell of a pass, to be fair to Madison. Yeah, that was a good what? pass. That, that's where that's, the free assist should get a point. That, that's, <laughs> that's one of those passes that you watch it back once, twice, three times, just to work out who did that pass. That's such a good pass. Yeah. And if you haven't watched it, guys, Leicester, Newcastle, just watch it for the, for the uh, DACA gold. The the, yeah. the one leading up to, to Barnes is just such a good pass, to be fair. Yeah. I thought it was Tulemans, and then when you see Daka running away, you can see Tulemans to the side of him. But yeah, it was really, really good yeah. pass. Yeah. So so yeah, but 16 points from James Madison. Uh, you know, he's he's been in good form um, over the last sort of three, four game weeks. And yeah, that form continued there for Leicester and good 16 points from him. Then my front two. Timo Puke got two points at Man United. I mean, if it weren't for David Hay, he really got more than two points because David Hay had a great game, made a couple of saves. And I think Puke had one which got deflected as well and just went wide, and which you know everyone thought was going in. I think Norwich, to be fair, were a bit unlucky to not get some out of the game, really. But yeah, he, you know, two so two points from Puke, and then then a guy who we'll talk about in a bit more detail. <laughs> um, but um, I'll just say Raul Jimenez minus two points and I'll That's talk it. about him. Yeah, I'll talk about him soon and it'll be very soon, I guarantee that. And then my, my back four, uh, my, my four benches, Norris, no points, Bamford, no points, Mason Oldgate got a point, 
Kodoko only got two points. Yeah, that, that was it. So it gave me a final total of 70 points. Minus my eight, it gave me 62 points in total. I'm happy with that week, especially given I made, you know, four transfers. And I got my game. I got the game week win, obviously, against Eve, which, um, you know, extend, gets my lead back up to 12 points. I have to come back a little bit, you know. So I think um, it was, um, yeah, a good game week for me. Although I made some rage transfers, they were they sort of, were proved to be right transfers at the time, I think. So yeah, nice mate. Yeah, you had a good you had a good week. And to be fair, like I say, if uh, if I wasn't facing you this week, I, I would have been quite happy with with my with my game week. It's only because you had a very good game week that has brought me down oh. a little bit. And, but, and I also, I wouldn't. I, I don't know if you got a win, but I got a win in the in the in the in, in the main the main fantasy cup as well. I won. I won that yeah. one. No, I, I went out, unfortunately. I, I need to focus on the league, to be honest. Uh, as there have been many jokers saying that this week on Twitter, you go out the, the first round of the cup that you're never going to win and you say you're going to focus on, you know, your we own have, mini league. We have got um, a, we have got a, we'll have a league cup later on in the game week, to be fair. Um, uh, nice, yeah. So just for our mini, our mini league of 24 teams, I think it's, I think it's towards the back end of the season, but there will be a cup competition at the back end of the season within our league so you, maybe you can focus on it then because by that point you'll be well and truly out of the league title race with me so you can then go focus on a on a on a mickey mouse cup towards the end of the season you know yeah nice okay well let's move away from some positivity and let's talk about the shit list the the, the shit list consists of a maximum of five players it doesn't just have to be players it can be officials it can be anything it could be the could be it could be the team coach for I don't know Burnley. I, it doesn't really matter. It could be anyone. So state. I, How would you pick on Burnley like that? Why? What's, what's Sean Dyche done to you? He's done nothing. It was just the first team I thought of when I thought of team coach. I don't know why. Burnley fans, I'll give you his address. Also, work. also maybe it's the fact that in an example before the podcast, I used Blackburn Rovers and Burnley to you three times, and now. They're both stuck in my head. Blackburn aren't in FPL. Burnley are. That's probably the reason why. Next. Okay. <laughs> um, no, so the shit list, I'll be honest with you, as soon as certain things started to unravel uh, on Saturday, I could not wait for state shit list. So I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to relax. And I'm going to enjoy your shit list, even though you won the week. Yeah, well... Let's, who, who do we start with for the shit list? So we'll go with the main man on my shit list. So Raul Jimenez, what a fucking plonker! Now, lovely man, Raul Jimenez. You know, we all we all were glad to see him back playing and everything after his horrific injury last season. But um, you know, I don't want to sound insensitive, but I think you know they might want to go back and have another scan of that brain of his. To be honest, because it was a fucking brain dead decision what he did to get his second yellow card. Now. Don't get me wrong, I thought the first yellow card was a little bit harsh. I don't think it was a yellow um, referee did that. But then he's standing like four yards away from the guy. The guy takes the free kick and he sticks his foot out. And I mean, it's literally the same free kick that he's just been booked for. And I mean, just what are you doing? And and, and it's not just the fact that you, you cost me minus two points. I mean, that's unforgivable anyway. But you've cost your team as well because, yes, City were, you know, obviously trying to pile the pressure. But Wolves were, you know, defending well. They're good at the back of Wolves. They keep clean sheets. You know, they went, they only lost 1-0 to Liverpool. They only, they've only lost 1-0 to City. 
and it City was a dodgy penalty that City needed to actually break break their spirits in the end. And you just like Raul, you know, you really cost them there because they had no outlet then after that because they they had to basically play like a four four one, and you know it was or five a five three one I think it was. So it just really top, ended things for him. So I, I would imagine you're not just on my shit list. I, I would imagine you're on your own team shit list. You know, Wolf, Wolf Stads will... Connor Cody's quite a good laugh. I reckon he'll have done some prank on him to remind him of, of, of what he of his stupidity at the weekend. So, yeah, Raul Jimenez, you're on my shit list. Very, very stupid man. <sighs> yeah. I was... I, you should have seen it. I was watching the Wolf City game and I was... Giving expletives, I'm like, if I lose my head, game week, game week, I have two points because of you, you tosser. That's it, we're done. <laughs> we might still be done, to be fair, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so so he's on there. Patrick Bamford, you're on there. Yes, now I know people might think it was my own fault for bringing him in so so early on and before the game week started. Well, those people would. Would be right, but in my head, I don't like blaming myself, to be fair. I, I, I see myself as that perfect specimen who doesn't do anything or make it, get any wrong decisions in this, okay? So I'm blaming Patrick Bamford. You know, you, you know you've been injured. You know you're only just come back. Just Why don't you just do a normal celebration? You know, sit on your bum, do like the do like the car driving you know, celebration or something like that. How is that so, normal? <laughs> and, <laughs> okay, it's not normal, but it's not going to get you injured. You're not going to pull your hammock like he did. I go in here, you know. So, I mean, okay, maybe don't do something normal, but don't do something where you got to do more running. All right, save your legs, save your hamstring. You just got back from injury, like get your get your players to carry it like you're a god. You know, if you see the film Chariots of Fire at the end, you know they carry it, they carry it, they carry Eric Little. You know, because he's won three hundred four hundred meters and won a gold medal. They're saving his legs. You How know? do you know Eric Little? How do you know his name? Well, you watched it recently. Watch- Probably about a year ago, but I've watched it about twenty <laughs> times. So uh, you know, I'm, you know, it's a great film. It's Chariots of Fire. If any of you listeners haven't watched it, get on there. Trust me, brilliant film. And the opening beach scene and the music, oh, you can't beat that. It's just pure I think, genius. I think, I think we watched it at uni, didn't we? I remember just thinking, this yeah, is yeah. brilliant. We were just watching. Yeah. We watched. Yeah. Uh, what was the other film we watched? Um, Users, oh. yeah, we watched that. With this, this is our university degree, guys. Uh, we watched yeah. that. We watched oh, Field of Dreams, Field of Dreams, Tin Cup. Uh, there was one more that was really. It was all about the philosophy of oh, the Running Man. The Running Man, yes. Yeah, I mean, if you call that sport, I mean, God, God help you. <laughs> but it was funny. Yeah, it was it's a great yeah. film. Good film. You know. you got got any impressions for that one? I'll be back. Come on. He did, he, he did running actually man. say, yeah, running man, he did, oh, well, you know, actual running man impressions. Yeah, well, I, I, I always think when I see the West Ham fullback, I just think of the old woman who's like, who are you picking this week? And she's like, Ben Johnson, Ben Johnson, <laughs> which is probably the most irritating character in there. But it's all well, about the, the goddamn spine bit, you know? I'm going to get my fist down your throat. And rip out yeah. your goddamn spine. Now yes. that's what it's all about, mate. I've that's obviously kind good. of had to maneuver that for the podcast because I could have gone all day. But anyway, good, yeah. good, good. I like that. Good impression. Good work. Good work. But but yeah. So <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I've got Imers and Bamford on my on my shit list there straight away. So um, that that was that was them too. Yeah, and, uh, 
little person on my shit list is the you know is VAR and the VAR for the City Wolves game. How are you not overturning that penalty? You know, it's hit your armpit, hit the guy's armpit. You know, it's not a penalty. You can't be giving that. It's just, it's just not on. And you know, Bar's meant to be there to to determine a clear error. It was a clear error. You could see quite clearly it hits under his armpit. That's not handball. So why, why is that not overturning it? It's, it's really, really frustrating. There was a lot of penalties this weekend, and, you know, a fair few of them were definite penalties. You know, there were some penalties not given, which probably should have been given. I mean, but, you know, it's just, that was just a blatant one. They looked at it loads. And why are they not just, why have they given that penalty? I'm not sure. I mean, to be fair, City probably should have had a penalty maybe in the first half. There was probably a bit more of a, and then another sort of hand, contentious handball, but where um, I think Kil- Kilman, Max Kilman, sort of he had his arm behind his back, but he then leans into it where it is yeah. his arm, but he leans into it. Rio Ferdinand yeah. explained on BT, and he goes, oh, "It's a penalty for me because yeah, he's keeping his hand by his side, but then he leans into the ball with it, so he's still making that movement with it. He's just trying to, but he's obviously you know he's sort of just." played a bit of a, a trick on the rules to be fair because he's kept his hands down his side so yeah bar yeah bar can kiss my ass this weekend what a knobhead so yeah mm. you you could say var humbug bar, oh yeah that's horrible thief horrible <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so they're they're on my shit list as well to, to be honest with you I just kept it those those three to be fair this week I didn't want to use my full five because I think, you know, I thought I had a good week and stuff like that. And those were the things, nothing else really compared to my 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 anger towards those three things, if truth be told. So I didn't want to give someone a disservice by just putting them on there for the sake of it. Um, I'm not going to put you on there, Heath, for slaying our listeners early doors. I could have done, but again, I, you know, I don't mind giving the, the, the listeners a bit of stick every now and then either. So I think that's a, you know, nothing, no issue with that. Let's let's yeah. not let's not dwell on that because I could probably just edit that bit out. <laughs> oh, that'd be a shame. Yeah, I'll, let's, I'll just I'll, I'm just going to say it after every comment I make. This is the thing: they, if, if they they may never know because um they they may listen to it and think, did he edit it out or not? Who knows? They'll never yeah. know. <laughs> um, yeah, so how about so, yours? Who's on your hit list, mate? <laughs> okay, Reese James. Definitely, yeah. Easy. Reese James, I don't have to go into it. I, I'm, I mean, I could probably take fault, but, you know, the fact is, is that he's a, he's guaranteed to start in the Chelsea defence, who have been very good, although they've been a disaster since Ben Chilwell has been injured. So, to be fair, maybe it's my own fault for not reading that. And then, I, I, again, I, it, I, James hasn't done too much wrong, really, but for me, FPL-wise, he's had a disaster. So, anyway, Reese James. Second one was actually also VAR. Now, what you just said, I totally agree with, right? I completely agree with the City games. And he did kind of hint that there were others in other games. All right. Controversial. Mo Salah. Now, I think that that is a penalty. However, knowing what Mo Salah is like, personally, not personally. I mean, I just know what he's like as an as a individual when he's playing football how easy he goes down. There's a lot of footballers out there before any Liverpool fans think I'm just singling them out here. Harry Kane is a perfect example of another player who does it too, goes down very easily, 
it's both of them are loved by their fans probably because of they do that and they get away with it but Mo Salah throws his leg in front of Tyrone Mings Mings is not trying to foul him it looks clumsy you watch it back and you think to yourself it looks like it could be a penalty for me just because of Salah's history I'm seeing that and I'm thinking dive straight away it may not have been I might be wrong but the fact is that when you look at VAR you look at the slow-mo you think how does a foul how how is how is a foul consisted of when you look at it and you kind of say to yourself does he throw his foot towards the other person's foot does Mings actually go in and try and tackle Salah which I don't think he does all right anyway I'm going to continue James Madison now that is a shocking dive he's so looking for that and he's got it and fair play don't get me wrong I'm happy Leicester beat Newcastle however it's such a shame that after that game, I'm looking at James Madison after, like we talked about earlier, great pass, you know, great yeah. goal, you know, all sorts of things going on. Deserved, definitely deserved three bonus points, but was a star player. But it's the fact that he dives to get that first penalty that really is frustrating. You don't want to see that in someone's game. No. Maybe the, the problem here is that if he doesn't dive, he doesn't get a foul and therefore, you know, ultimately there probably is going to be a foul there. But if you watch Lascelles, he, he, he pulls out. It's really, and I mean, to be fair, Newcastle did it to, to themselves, but that's, it's not a penalty. The next one is, I mean, the Chelsea penalties, I'm not saying they're not penalties, but they're so soft. Like, yeah, they're the, so soft. They're, they're, they're they are. Decisions, you can't run the risk in this game of no. getting like that and but they're, 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 that last just, one where's Rudiger going on the last one he's going nowhere and you're making a challenge on him it's, it's, it's stupidity all round right um, I say stupid no, stupidity from Leeds defenders right but at the same time it, they're just soft penalties if you know we go back you know in time and someone said these are going to be penalties in 20 years time 30 years time you know football fans would have laughed you know it's just it just is it just doesn't sit right when you see a like the the Rafinha one. It was a penalty because it doesn't he ca- catches the defense uh, catches Rudiger, but the fact is he, he still gets the ball. He's still gone in there to get the ball. He's cleared it for a corner. You think that's fine. Rudiger was going nowhere. Rafinha's first foot has stopped him from going anywhere because that's the one that's got the ball. The second foot coming in, it's caught him. Yeah, it's a penalty. And and I'm not saying that's not a penalty. I am saying it's a penalty. It's so soft though. And is VAR just all about technicalities? You know, the second one, he has kicked his foot. But is that really enough for Rudiger to go down like he has gone down? It's pathetic. And this is someone who's got Rudiger in his team, you know? Yeah. And then and then on the counter of that, you go to Burnley, West Ham, and there's a clear penalty. If you're oh, looking yeah. at that on Chelsea Dawson. one. Yeah, on, on Dawson. Dawson. How how is that not given? And again, I, I, maybe I'm looking at it from an Antonio point of view, assuming that he would have taken the penalty. But at the same time, you know, it's so frustrating to walk away from that weekend of football and to be talking about not just one, not just two, three, four, maybe five or six penalty contentious decisions when you've got technology on your side now. It's so frustrating. And, and let's, right, I'm going to continue talking about diving. William Truesty Kong, why are you diving in in the 95th minute against relegation rival Brentford? What the fuck are you doing, man? Honestly, yeah. you stupid boy. Like, do not dive in that late in the game. I play Sunday League football 
And I know you cannot dive in in the penalty area. You just can't do it at that level. What are you doing in Premier League doing that? Oh, my God. Ridiculous. That's all I'm going to say about that Watford game, yeah. right? And the last, the last thing on my shit list, uh, it's so funny because I, I, I promise you I wrote this down before the podcast, before we talked about Burnley. <laughs> I don't have a vendetta against Burnley. And I might do after 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 Wednesday because we got them on Wednesday. The Burnley fans, where are they? What's going on? Why are there no Burnley fans at the game? I mean, there are some, but why are they not selling out? They're in the Premier League. Are they the current version of like of Wimbledon or the old Wimbledon or Wigan Athletic? Uh, I mean, does Burnley have a rugby league team that we should know about? I don't know. Do they? No, you tell me. No. No, there's no, there's no rugby league here in Burnley. It was on Sky though, so people probably just thought, ah, I'm just watching that. Is no Burnley. excuse, buddy. You know that. I mean, as a Northerner, you guys pride yourselves on, you know, being proper football fans up there. You know, it's none of this kind of prawn sandwiches and all that kind of stuff up north, right? They've got sure. to be at that game. They can't be watching it on Sky. I mean, come on, that's awful. The Burnley, you know, when we were kids, Burnley being, you know, anywhere near the top division would have been, a, you know, kind of a massive surprise. They've been out there for so long now. Are their fans taking it for granted and therefore not going? Because the problem is that the moment that that happens, the Burnley fans aren't there, that's when their players will probably maybe take a dip and that's when they might get relegated, like it has happened to other teams. So the Burnley supporters who aren't turning up, who are watching it on Sky, they're on my shit list. And um, yeah, I think that's a disgrace, personally. I think if you if you support a Premier League club, uh, unless the, the games are, you know, they're paying 60, 70, 80 pound a ticket at Burnley, which I really very much doubt they are, then there's no excuses. So yeah, but that's my shit list. Okay, so moving away from our shit list, that was... Uh, Quite intense. So let's go on to the North versus South score prediction results and predictions for this week. State, what we got? So we had this week, both of us went for Chelsea to be Leeds. That happened. Both of us went for Liverpool to be Villa. That happened. I, you went for Burnley. Oh, no, no. You, you go for the draw. Yeah, you went for the draw, sorry. And I went for West Ham and Burnley got a draw. So you were bang on there. And then you went for Palace, and I went for a draw with Palace Everton. So you have got every single one right this week. So you, nice. you've got you've got to, you're doing well on the predictions thing. So yeah, you you bossed that one, and um, yeah, it was a was a comfortable one in the end for you. But yeah, no, I think picking the Burnley West Ham as a, as a draw was a you know very good shout. I don't think many people would have seen that. Not with Burnley struggling to score goals and West Ham not struggling to score goals. You know, generally generally makes for um, an idea that one of those teams is going to win. So, so yeah. Um, but then that brings us on to the, the next game week. And we've got, um, we've got a few actually uh, North-South ties, to be honest with you, which, um, which is good. Um, whether they all play or not is another matter because obviously the, the amount of COVID cases in the Premier League seems to be going up. They're obviously all partying hard at the moment. Maybe they were, maybe some of them are Tories and went on the, some of the, the, the shears and, Tory parties, which they claim that they're not having, so who knows? Um, but we don't want to get into politics, we are not politicians, 
we just um, know we just know things. That's all. So anyway, um, I digress. So we've got Brentford Man United this week. So that that's um, the first one. Like I said, that may not happen. But um, who 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 go for out of that one, Heath? It's it's tough because United are so pretty well. We're so poor against Norwich that I probably would go Brentford, but. I am going to just go for United. I, I just, just, just think they'll be too, they'll, they'll have too much. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, both, 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 both going for United there. So no, that's no problem with that. Then we've got Norwich versus Villa. Oh, this is the uh, the divide derby, isn't it? Yeah. This is where the north versus south is divided. Do you know? Do you know yeah. what? I, I think I'm going to go for a draw. Yeah. So he's going for the draw. I'm gonna go for the Villa. I think you know the Villa, you know, been looked really impressive on Stevie G. They've only lost one 0 at Liverpool. You know, didn't play badly again. And although Norwich have looked better under Dean Smith, and he might probably have it, wanna wanna get one back over the side that's um, that got rid of him recently. But I do think Villa have been showing quite a lot under Gerrard, and I fancy them to be able to get that win. So there's that one. Then we've gone to the Wednesday games. We've got um, we've got two two on the Wednesday. So we've got Brighton versus Wolves. I'm going for a draw there. To be fair, mate, um, I don't I probably probably although Wolves are struggling to score goals, but they don't concede. To be fair, much out. So you know, I think you're looking at a nil nil or one all draw there. Probably, I'd, I'd be thinking. I'll, I'll go for a narrow Brighton win. Yeah. Okay, Heath on the Brighton. Then we're going to go Burnley Watford. I'll go first here again, Heath. I'll let you um, go last and let's build some suspense to see what faith you have, if any, in your own side. I am going to actually go for another draw with this one, to be fair, again. So, yeah. Sadly, I'm probably going to go for a Burnley win. Unfortunately, I know Watford way too well to know that our record at Burnley is awful. We don't travel that well in the north. In general, <laughs> I was going to say the northwest. Uh, yeah, the northwest, but the north in general. So I'm going to go for a Burnley win. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, again, showing your loyalty to your team. I like that. Well, if they uh, defended better, mate, maybe I would uh, be thinking about a win. Maybe, maybe, yeah. <laughs> then we go on to the Thursday games. If this one goes ahead, Leicester versus Spurs. Well, I'll go for Leicester. Go for Leicester to win. I'm going for a draw. I'm drawing a lot this 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 time. I'm, China. I'm being dull and boring. And then finally, Chelsea Chelsea versus Everton. I'll go for Chelsea. I will be going for Chelsea as well. Definitely. No brain at that one. I can't see Everton getting anything there. But that's it. So we've got we've got six games this week actually to go from there. So barring the Brentford Man U and Chelsea Everton game, we've gone for different ones in all the other ones. So it should be a good contest coming up. Um, see if I can finally win one because you know, you've, you've we've either tied or you've won them all to be fair on, on, since we're doing the predictions so good for you to boost morale in the in the ranks I guess you know get your confidence it's what, up it's what I do mate it's what I do uh, I mean like a lot of the fans out there right now who listen to this podcast are thinking well he's got to do something because he can't pick an FPL team <laughs> I can I can predict my ass off though I'll tell you what all day long yeah, very good, very good. I like it. Well, yes, yeah, so that's um, that's that's the predictions for for this week, and we'll see what happens. You know, come come the end of the, the next three days. Like I said, it could be an interesting three days, to be honest with you. Which then moves us on to our North versus South mini league updates. Heath. This is the league that we we set up, and some of our very loyal listeners have joined and created a, a good league. So, Heath, what happened in in the league this week? 
normally we start at the top and work our way down to the bottom this time i'm going to do the other way around because let's be honest you should be leaving the best till last right so i'm going to start with a proper stink at the very bottom sam diamond it looks like he's given up on on football as his team has given up on football too he got a really miserable 17 points he's now bottom of the league um it looks like el badger poopers are no longer the joking team that we we once thought of them they've worked their way out of out of the the bottom spot and they're working their way up the league nick edwards is el badger poopers got a strong 36 impressive performance from Jin Every of Braver Jevakusen B with 17, 71 points took a minus four. But obviously, you know, given that, you know, I, I think you, you were the only one. There was a couple of people who got 70 odd points, but this was the one that got the most points with, with the hits included. Ronaldo is captain, which was a masterclass. Jansen in defence. You see, he, he fancied Brentford, didn't he? He fancied Brentford. He did. He even had Baptiste, which, I mean, to be fair, he had a chance in the first five minutes. Could have been even better for Jin. Um, then we had Simon Dent, Dentos, 76 points. Really impressive. Took, took a minus 12, but at the <laughs> same, well, well worth it. You know, he had Kieran Tierney, who got plenty of points. Obviously he did. The moment he yeah. comes back into the Arsenal team, he gets loads of points because I've not got him in anymore. That's fine. Not bitter again. And yeah, he also had Ronaldo, Salah captain, Rudiger, Ramsdale, Bernardo had a very strong week this week, basically. So that worked out nicely for old Dentos. Then we move up the league past me. I've not quite made it into the top half yet, which I was hoping I would have done by now. Then State, you've obviously got 70 points. That was impressive. Paul Pond with 69. Another minus eight, though. Ronaldo's captain, Salah, Decore, Dennis, De Gea in goal. That's a good shout. Then keep working our way up the league. Then we're looking... Actually, to be fair, mate, you're in sixth place, not far away from fifth. It was Warbones with Simon Jones. MM's come down a little bit. Jason Byers above him again, back into third place with a good 67 points. Summit Deer in second place. And our man at the top, Betty Swallox FC, John Rogerson. He's got into the four-figure mark. He's yeah, now well, 1,015 well. points. Ramsdale in goal. Uh, Alexander-Arnold. Salah is captain. He brought in Diogo Dalla, who's it's not a bad shout. You know, he's playing every week. Bernardo Diaz. His front line had a bit of a stink. He's got, gone for the wrong Watford striker in King, St. Maximan and Antonio. A bit of a stinker at the top. But realistically, he's having a very good season. So good work, John. And mm. yeah, good work, everyone. I don't think there's a huge amount that we can really laugh at this week because, like I say, El Badger Pooper's got an okay score. So that's that for the North versus South Mini League. Personally, I would just like to say again, guys, keep it going. Love the fact there's a lot of transfers being made, which shows you're still into the FPL. It gets to this point now where it gets quite tough. Lots of fixtures going on, lots of games going on. It's easy to drop away, lose interest, especially if you've got a South or a North team. So, you know, the people like... Eddie Moran, Harrison Copley, Liam, SH, Chris Harrigan. You know, you guys are doing a really good job with your North slash South teams, obviously State and myself as well included. If I've missed anyone there, just let me know, State, because I don't think I have. Could be wrong. No, I think, you, I think you're going. Uh, pa- Pavlos, Pavlos Lossi is another one. I think he's got a... Oh, yeah, Pavlos has one. Obviously, there's only, yeah, Ned Starks, my dad and me is the Northern ones. But, yeah, you've got Pavlos, Chris Harrigan with Doth Venture South, you yeah. mentioned... 
Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're still you're in second place in the um, in the the one the teams that have done just north and south. So there you go. Not, not bad, bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. So let's move on to the newest feature to the FPL podcast, the North versus South FPL podcast. May I add, the new feature is called on the spot. And that's not because there was about a million penalties this week or deciding about every other game. It's because we, we thought, well, you come on and listen to this podcast, myself and State talking about football. I have to be honest, I'm sure you, you won't be surprised. We do prepare a fair bit before we come on the podcast. So what we wanted to do was to offer you an air of spontaneity with our answers. So what these are going to be is State's prepared five questions. I've prepared five questions. We have to answer them with like a one word or one line answer, but it's spontaneous. We haven't done any research into these questions. So you're hopefully going to get a proper, genuine response. And with one of the questions, we're going to elaborate on one. So State, if you want to start us off with your questions, let's see how we yeah. go. Yeah, so um, first question, you're going to need to elaborate on this. There's no chance of you answering it, to be fair. So what, <laughs> what rule would you bring into FPL? We did this feature on the podcast about maybe a couple of months ago. There were some really, really good shouts, right? And the one that I, that I liked the most was the unlimited funds. So what I like is there, like there to be a chip. Is that what you mean? Or do you mean an actual yeah, rule? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so what I would personally like is a chip where one week you can make unlimited transfers and you can have unlimited amount of money. And the reason why I like this idea is because a lot of people could say, oh, I'm going to go out there and buy Sadio Mane, Mo Salah, Cristiano Ronaldo, Raheem Sterling, Kevin De Bruyne, all in one week. And you've got unlimited funds. You can do whatever you want. However, you know that law of sod is going to come in and bite you on the arse when... Emmanuel Dennis at 5.7 million scores or someone like Conor Gallagher scores or James Madison scores who you just don't even think about them. Why? Because you're too caught up in the money. I just see that as a really interesting chip. You think when Man City are playing Norwich at home, you think, oh, this is perfect for De Bruyne. What happens? It gets rotated because they're only playing Norwich. They're going to keep him for the Arsenal game. Or the, Actually, that's a bad example. They're going to keep them for the Liverpool game. <laughs> Sorry, Arsenal fans. So that's for me. Unlimited funds, chip. Would love that. I just think that that it doesn't have to be, you know, it may be a one hit wonder, one season wonder or something, but I would love the idea of that. I think that's just, it could be so much fun. Very good. No, like it. Don't, don't disagree with that. So I think it'd be a very decent idea to refer that one. So, yeah. It was one of the ones that I, I didn't mind, actually. I don't, I don't think I minded that one. I slated most ideas, actually, when we did that one. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I think that was one of the few that passed the the, the, the five the, the five out of ten mark, at least. So, yeah. Okay, uh, Nick, on to it next. Now we're on to more sort of quick fire stuff. Would you rather kiss the Luton or Crystal Palace badge? Oh, uh, Crystal Palace. Shit Oof. on the Luton. Shit on the Luton. You always slag off Palace, though. You, you know, I, I thought I I've, I've moved on. I've moved on. To be honest, they like they're, they're, they're no longer. Yeah, like realistically, the rivalry was back back in the day when we were competing each week. Now we know our place. They don't know their place. We're both happy where we are. Lewin, on the other hand, scum. 
Right. Chip butty or fish butty? Oh, chip butty. Good man. Most attractive male footballer, past or present? Oh, I. you know what? I, I'll be predictable and go with uh, Beckham. Has to be Beckham, surely. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Favourite sporting movie? Uh, can I go for Running Man? <laughs> you, you, you can go. For no, that, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not going to go for that. All right, it's really tough, and I know this is only meant to be one line, so I'm going to go with any given Sunday. But I really want to go for Mike Bassett, England manager. <laughs> I've gone against the whole idea of the spontaneity and the one-line answer, but I just want to give that shout out to Mike Bassett. But any given Sunday has got to be the best for me. Basically, he can't follow his own his own rules on this on this um, on Sorry. this new <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise you, the next the, on next next podcast, he'll 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 get there. He'll understand his own rules yeah. by then. Where I'll be on the, I'll be on state shit list again next week for for failing to comply to my own rules. <laughs> yeah, well, most likely. I might just. Can we just go back and I'll just add you on to it in advance? You know, it's like a bit like minority report type stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's your five questions, buddy. They're good, good thinking. Yeah. Right, I like I'm them. Glad. I like them, mate. I like them a I'm lot. Glad you got, I'm, I'm glad you went down the chip, buddy, or the fish, buddy. Route. That would have been wrong if, if you didn't do that. So well done. Good it has to be. Okay. So, so my questions. If you have to define your managing skills in FPL to a real life Premier League manager, past or present, who would it be? Mourinho. Elaborate. I'm just that good. Come on, elaborate properly. Oh, you know, I like to think that I'm, you know, I'm a bit brutal. I expect expect a lot from my players. How, how would your press conference go down when he first well, started the job? Tell you what, <laughs> if, if I was giving a press conference, I'd I'd probably say I'm quite special. I mean, I'm here in front of you guys. I'd probably have a I'd probably have a pint of landlord in front of me. That's, the, well, so that's, that's not how he said it. You can't walk in and go, "Hi guys, I'm quite special." Yeah, no, that's how I do it, so that they won't think that I'd be actually that good. Like, who's this joker? Wouldn't they then? So that's it. Uh, I, I, am, I am I am special. I am the special. <laughs> I run down a pitch at Old Trafford and celebrate. Oh, yeah. honestly, I, I didn't think I would laugh <laughs> harder than after the Godfather 3 random quote, but you've you've got me there with um, I'm special, I'm the new manager. I'm yeah. the no, yeah. good, good, good work. I, I, that, that new theatre feature was just worth it just for that one answer alone. <laughs> okay, who has a better footballing history, Manchester United or Liverpool? Liverpool. You two or the police? The police. Office or royal family? Royal family. I knew you would say that, even though I don't think you believe that. No, Um, I do believe that. Better night out, London or Brig House? Brig House. (laughs) You you can go out in Brig House on £15 and come back with change. London, you couldn't even get get into London on £15. What was the, the, and this is, um, obviously we are not sponsored by any clubs or bars in Brighouse, but State, please tell me that bar slash club that we went to where we bought around for, I think, four, four triple cherry brandy somethings for seven pounds. What, where was that? Oh, I went to the colder. Oof, yeah. Yeah, the colder. That was, eye, that was eye-opening. That was eye-opening. Yeah. By, by the way, there are many other clubs and bars in Brickhouse, not just the Calder, but that was the one we, we 
we were at that, was, that night. That was good. That, that, was that wasn't as good as the, the, the bar we were in early doors or the pub we were in early doors. <laughs> the, more, the more pubs in Big Apps, not bars, to be fair, let's be honest. Um, but we, we actually, um, we saw that they had hooch in there and we ended up um, getting, well, we, we ended up drinking all their hooch stock in a space of about an hour of being in there. So they obviously don't stock it much, but yeah, that, that, was, that was pretty good as well. Quite cheap, but yeah, good old hooch. All, all I can say is the reason why I asked that question was I can't really remember the night out in Brickhouse. I can only oh, remember the cherry brandies. Uh, there was a picture of us having some espresso martinis. Apparently, we just had we had hooch as well. Didn't know that. Yeah. Just found that yeah. out about two or three years later. <laughs> you, you, you were wearing some, you were wearing braces, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, a good bro. night. Oh, a good night. Bro. A good I won't night. say elaborate on that bit. <laughs> no, probably best not to. So. Uh, okay, guys, that was on the spot. We will try and have that feature in. And uh, I guess if you've not realised it already, we've we've unfortunately had to cut the hit list for the new feature. But hit list will be back soon. Don't worry. Don't worry. All you guys who like the hit list, you'll be back. Yeah, we can do a hit list. Don't you worry another time. You don't, you don't always want the hit list there because sometimes the hit list can be quite obvious and boring, whereas shit list is never boring. There's obviously going to be some fun stories there, isn't there? So, yeah, definitely. So now I liked that. Good, good was on the spot. And, you know, we'll, we might we might put a different topic in maybe for next week on for the on the spot. We could we could have a specific topic. Who knows? Yeah, might, maybe it could be Christmas related or something like that. Yeah, given yes. it's coming up so yeah. close now. Good shout, good shout. So yeah, let's brings us on to our game week preview. Um, so we've got obviously midweek fixtures coming up. I mean, there's a bit of uncertainty about certain games you know i suppose at the moment we've got to take it at face value so just remember guys it's a six o'clock deadline tomorrow um which will be tuesday the 14th of december for anyone listening to to it so don't get don't be scared if you listen to it in a week's time and you then thinking cracky where's this game week thing come from it's tuesday the 14th of december the game week i'm talking about okay and um, which is game week 17 so Heath, what are the plans are you your boy's gonna do some bits this week yeah, I, okay, so just to kind of give you an idea of my mindset leading into this uh, into this game week, as mentioned uh, just by state just then, and what we talked about earlier about the COVID cancellations, well, all I'll say to you guys is whatever you do, do not make transfers until you really have to. So if you can, leave it till tomorrow, wait as close to six o'clock as you can, unless the cancellations get confirmed beforehand, because realistically anything can happen. Any game can go. I mean, the, the Spurs game got cancelled before the deadline. So at least I was able to work with that. Um, Brentford Man U game, you'll probably, we'll probably have confirmation whether that's getting cancelled before the deadline. I think exactly. We'll know. The Spurs Leicester one, I don't know if we'll know about that, to be fair. That might be a... A, a close one to be fair it's not it's not easy and all i say is that just remember when you're you're finding it really frustrating that you're having to make transfers to get rid of players who are affected by covid just remember there's like you know nearly nine million players out there who have probably all got the same issue so everyone's in the same boat most a lot of people got the same players unless you are regional a regional team like i am and state is you know, most most people have got similar teams really nowadays. So what I'm going to do is right now, 
in my mind. I've got no massive transfers I'm thinking about. I'm quite happy with my team. I'll, I'll tell you my team now. At the moment, it's Ramsdale in goal. They've got West Ham at home. Rudiger and James, they both got Everton at home. I've got Cucurella. He's got Wolves at home. I'm going with him over Lamptey for now because I'm not too sure, A, if the Brian game will... Oh, well, if, if Lamptey will play because I think Cucurella's... If, if it, out of the two of them, he's more likely to get a 90 minutes or close to. I've got Conor Gallagher, Southampton at home, Mason Mount, Wilfred Zaha, Emil Smith-Rowe, and then my front line, Emmanuel Dennis, who are playing Burnley away. Tough game, as I said. Mikel Antonio, Arsenal away. On paper, a tough game, but it's the kind of game maybe West Ham will be more up for than Burnley away. And Ollie Watkins, Norwich away. At the moment, my captaincy is probably the hardest I've ever had it this season because the player that, you know, has probably been one of the most successful players, Antonio, he hasn't done anything for quite a few weeks now, so I can't put it on him. Mason Mount, I can't be sure that he's going to play. He may play, but unfortunately, if I put the captaincy on him, he may might not play and he might come on for five, ten minutes at the end. So I can't risk it with him. Zaha, Gallagher, you know, would anyone really put captaincy on him? Smith Rowe coming back from injury, Dennis away at Burnley. So I've got the captaincy at the moment on Ollie Watkins. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm not massively happy with that. So I, I need my, t- I need Sun back really. But I've, I may, if, if I think if the Tottenham game gets the green light, I may bring Sun back in because guess how much money I've got in my, in my bank at the moment, probably the most that anyone's got at the moment, thirteen point seven million. So Oof. I could I could effectively take out Big Mo, who would be my third sub, and bring in Son quite comfortably. So yeah, that that could. Ha- I mean, I don't know if I would take out Mo because I mean he's yeah. pivotal to the podcast. You know, so, it would be a solid, real depressing solid. moment. I would, I'd, 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 yeah, I, I would be. I would accept being on my own shit list if I did that. Just, just for the principle of the thing. So, yeah, I, I could potentially bring in Sun. That's the only person who I feel like I'm missing out on. But there's not a huge amount. Maybe if cancellations happen, it affects my team, then maybe I'll have to put it. But at the moment, I'm quite happy with my bench. I've got a playing bench apart from my goalkeeper. So we'll see. How about you, mate? What's, what, how's it looking for you? Yeah, it's not looking good at the moment. Um, because like I said, I've got a few red marks there. Cancelo's suspended for a game, Jimenez suspended, Bamford injured. So that's three straight away. Um, but so I'm basically, you know, I've got at the moment, I haven't made any transfers. Like you said, I'm gonna be waiting to see what sort of goes on with some of these games, hopefully, and, and get some sort of idea. Obviously, I've got a couple of Leicester players in my three Leicester players in my squad. I do want to. I do have a, a transfer lined up. I'm going to get rid of Casper Schmeichel and bring in David De Gea. But um, am I going to do that if Man United aren't playing? If that gets called off, probably not. Because what I might do is I could instead I'll take out one of my strikers instead of that, and then. And then I could do that transfer next game week instead, hopefully. So, um, so yeah, that's what I'm thinking at the moment. So at the moment, I've got Schmeichel in there. I've got it'll be Diaz, Alexander Arnold, Cody, and Mason Holgate at the back. Then midfield five of Madison, Yotta, Salah, Bernardo Silva, and Samaria, and then Puki up top. Salah will be captain. No surprise yeah. there. But I've I've got a few plans in mind. Like I said, if the United game's not called off. 
I'm very tempted to just make that straight swap of Schmeichel for, for De Gea in there because United have got a good one in game, so I'm thinking that anyway. And, you know, De Gea is only 5.1 million, so it's not like he's, you know, 6 million goalkeeper like Allison and Edison are. Um, so that that's probably a likely thing to happen. If not this week, it'll be the following week. And then I'm probably going to have to get Bamford out now because we don't know how long he's going to be out for. And then it's, you know, about finding a forward, really, who, who I could bring in. You know, your option, I've got a few options in there, but it's, it's a difficult one. You know, Newcastle, they've got Liverpool, Man City, Man United in the next few games. So I'm not going to be thinking Callum Wilson or, or Sam Maximin at this moment in time, um, which sort of makes it a little bit thin on options at the moment, to be fair. So I'm, I'm sort of doing some research in stand. We'll make a, a, a decision very probably very late tomorrow. I would imagine the last 15 minutes of my day at work between quarter past five and half five will be spent on my fantasy team. So once I know a bit more about what's going on. Nice, nice. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not it's not easy, like I say, at the moment. Games are coming thick and fast, like we've said before. And yeah, you, you do have to have an element of patience with, with a lot of things. So the, the closer you, you, you wait till... There's not going to be a huge amount of price rises and price drops and stuff, so I wouldn't worry too much about that. It may happen, but, you know, just look at what stated this week, bringing in Bamford and then him being injured. You know, Bamford's price may have gone up slightly. He then comes away injured and you haven't got a player. It's just it's so frustrating. Yeah, learn from State's mistakes. Don't don't make them, guys. Um, yeah, they don't. <laughs> He is the special one. <laughs> I am the special one. I'm, I'm very special. I, I, I win games. I win game winners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, don't you worry. I'll have more. I'll have more. There'll be plenty more of these um, coming on through the, throughout the season. I've been informed there's a quiz this week. Obviously, don't know too much about it. But we didn't have one last week. We didn't have the one the week before. State... Tell us all yeah. about this quiz. What's going on, mate? Well, I'm just I'm just taking doing doing reversing the the last quiz that we did do where you sort of gave me teams and I had to shout out the name of someone who played for them basically. Um, so I'm just going to do that a quick fire round for you. You know, there's no punishment on this one. Um, I don't think punishments are fair at the moment, given with there's so much uncertainty going on whether teams are playing. So I'm not going to be that that sort of guy. And just to show that I do have a heart and it is not fully made of, you know, ice. So there you go. But yeah, so we've got, you know, 14 teams for you to go through. All of them have played, well, not all, all of them, not all of them, but all of them have got players who have either played in the Premier League themselves or they've had players who've played and gone on to clubs who have played in the Premier League. So, and they're all from like the North as well. I think the furthest South I've got in, in my list is um, Nottingham Forest, to be honest with you. I think everyone else is a real... A real northern area, not not a midland in between, a type thing. Okay, um. So, like I said, it's quick fire this eve. I don't want you if you if you if you start dwelling on something, I'm docking you. All right, docking. Fine. You. Fine. Okay. Yeah, and I will. I'll, I'll find you, but not on your fantasy team. I'll just make you down that double whiskey you've got in your hand still. So yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, you know, let's sort of remember that before I before you do anything. So, right, let's start off the nice, easy run. So, Man City. Okay, Aguero. Knott's Forest. Pierre Van Hoydonk. Everton. Duncan Ferguson. 
Blackpool. Matt Clark. Manu. Eric Cantona. Rotherham United. Sean Gota. Halifax Town. David Strimple. <laughs> Brilliant. Wigan Athletic. Um, Amir Zaki. Liverpool. Robbie Fowler. Bradford Sayre. Stuart McCall. Leeds United. Um, oh, God. Radderby. Whiskey. <laughs> Chestfield. Sean Dyche. Good lad. Barnsley. Ta Jerry Taggart. Oldham Athletic. Dennis Irwin. Well done. Well done. Well done. Oof. Well, I can safely say most of them you, you've done all right one. Obviously, Aguero for Man City. Yeah. Van Hoydonk, Forrest. What a legend. Big Duncan for Everton. Yeah. Scared shitless of him. Matt Clark. Are you thinking the goalkeeper, Matt Clark? No, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was a centre-half or something. Yeah, might right. have been Peter Clark actually. I mean, let's have a look. Mm. I should have just gone Craig Cathcart. I mean, Charlie Adam. Yeah. I mean, bye. that might be a contentious one to look at anyway. Man United, Cantona, of course. Rotherham, Sean Goethe. Great shout. If you didn't say anyone other than him, I'd have been very upset with you. Feed the goat and he will score. Yeah. He did it for Rotherham before he went on to. Mate, it, 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 it was it was Peter Clark. Yeah, my bad. It wasn't Matt Clark. No, no that's all right. Rotherham had a goalkeeper called Matt Clark. He went and played for Bradford City in Sheffield Wednesday, just to, to give you a bit of knowledge there. Um, Halifax Town, David Shrimple, completely <laughs> made up. I'm sure someone out there is called David Shrimple. Let, let's, find, let's find a David Shrimple. I've got a David Shrimple and a David Shringley, but no David Shrimple. So it looks like I might have got that one wrong. Yeah. Do you know who I should have gone for? I should have gone for Howard, Howard Brown. Maybe. I think you should have just gone for Jamie Bardi or Grant Holt. Yeah, I, I think Howard Brown would have been funnier. Who gives you extra? Who? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it would have been good that through there. <laughs> Love it. Um we we you went for you went for Zachy with Wigan. <laughs> I've got my artwork for this week's podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. I expect Howard Brown to be all over it. That's it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, brilliant stuff. Um, so, yeah, we've got Zaki from Wigan. That's correct. Robbie Fowler, Liverpool. Stuart McCall, Bradford. Yes, of course. Bradford legend. Managed him as well a few times. One of my mates, Asky, as I called Asky, loved Stuart McCall. Loved him. So, yeah, he's... I think he was. I think he were close to tears both times that they sacked him. I, th um, I think. I think before you move on, I think we have to give it a shout out that if anyone hasn't seen the Stuart McCall dancing on the car on, oh. I think it might have been Soccer AM or something like that, or they showed it on Soccer AM. But yeah. guys, type into Google or type into YouTube. We, by the way, there's other sites out there that you can search with and you can find videos on. Although I can't find many from YouTube, but. Oh, go on YouTube, Stuart McCall, dancing, drinking, something like that. I'm sure you'll see him falling off the car. It's a pretty funny clip. 
Yeah, yeah, you, you definitely will. It's um, it's a good one to be fair. Most 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 podcasts would have another wall, another another wall, another well, wasn't it? I think that's it. So yeah. most most podcasts would give you the link. We we don't offer you that service. We we expect our listeners to do their own dirty work. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Leeds United, Lucas Radaby, yeah, legend, really good. Do you know um, what? I got confused because I was thinking Rafinha. And then I was, I wanted to say Radaby, and all I could think was Rafinha because we were talking about it earlier, but yeah, Radaby. The, the Kaiser Chiefs um, are called the Kaiser Chiefs because Lucas Radaby were like their favourite player because they're lead lads and fans. And um, he played for a team called the Kaiser Chiefs in South Africa. There you go. Bit of knowledge for you. That's good um, knowledge. Did not know that. Yeah. yeah. Chesterfield, Sean Dyche, great shout. Brilliant shout. He, he played in that famous um, semi final that the. the, the um, Drew with Middlesbrough in when they were playing against the likes of Ravinelli and Janino and, and Sean Dyson was playing in that game as a, a centre half who um, scored, scored a penalty. Scored yeah, a penalty, he did. yeah. He was um, he was a, he was their main penalty taker. Definitely was was, was Dyche. Again, then, sorry, sorry, mate, to slow you down on this, because you know, obviously we we do want to get to the end here, but again, if you guys haven't seen it, Chesterfield free, Middlesbrough free on, on YouTube, put yeah. it in, give it a watch. Yeah. Remember it like yesterday. Brilliant game. Yeah. yeah. My 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 mum's side of the family all chest from Chesterfield and and that. So um yeah, they've there's a little bit of sort of you know family nostalgia there from 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 my mob. But yeah, it was a fantastic game. I think Middlesbrough then battered them in this in the replay. That's when they had the replay right, yeah. back then. but then Chelsea went on to to win in the FA Cup when Di Matteo scored that worldie, I think, as well. So um, relegated. Yes, yeah, they did because uh, they, they got docked points for not playing that game, didn't they? So yeah. yeah, big, big, big time, and yeah, things have never been the same again. No, no. Oh. Barnsley, Jerry Taggart, yeah, Jerry Taggart played for Barnsley for about four or five years, and so yeah, good shout there. Oldham Athletic, Dennis Irwin, yeah, Dennis Irwin was a, was um, signed, not so Man United signed. Dennis Irwin from was Oldham and turned into an absolute, an absolute quality. Oldham were actually in the first ever Premier League, for those of you who don't know as well. First Premier League season, Oldham were in it. All I can think of is Neil Poynton. Do you remember him? Yes, Left, Neil. left back for Oldham, had a huge mullet. And then whenever they played Man United, he seemed to score. I mean, yeah. they didn't, they, again, some classic old semi-finals, Oldham versus Man United. Oh. Uh, again, YouTube guys. Yeah, that was a good game. Went to a replay as well, that one, didn't it? Because I think yeah. with Mark Hughes. Mark Hughes, uh, Mark, last Matthews minute equaliser. Uh, yeah, and then United, I think, run away with the with the, um, with the the replay. But yeah, now Oldham Athletic, they were there in that first ever Premier League. They were there. So, really? yeah, well done, Heath. Yeah, got, got them all there, to be fair, Baron Allen Rax Town. So, great work. 13 out of 14. You deserve Oh, no, well, I suppose, like, yeah, there was Blackpool as well, because you said Matt Clark and Peter Clark. To be fair, I can't take that then as correct. So, 12 out of 14. Still good work, though. Really good work. Yeah. So, yeah, good Matt. Well done. I feel like I should have got a bonus point for Howard Brown. I feel like that. Because, come on. Well, you didn't you didn't say it until afterwards. I know, but it's still quite a funny mention. So, 
it wasn't for me. If you just said it when I asked when I when I asked you, I'll right to town, then I'd probably still be laughing about it now, not being able to complete the, the rest of the questions, to be honest with you. But I'm not that I'm not that quick, unfortunately. No, you're definitely not that quick. Yeah. I've, I've, <laughs> I've seen I've seen the action. No, not that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but now Howard Brown was a great shout. I'll give you that, and I look forward to him being all over our, our artwork for for this podcast. <laughs> and and guys, on that note, we're going to be able to get one more podcast in before Christmas. Hope you are still enjoying these. Uh, again, we'd love to hear feedback from anyone. We we had some feedback this week, and you know it's really really great to hear. Really love that like as you can imagine absolutely love doing these so if there's anything we can do to make them better then we're all is so if you want to get in contact with us just remember our twitter handles stay is fpl underscore northerner and i am fpl underscore southerner dm us follow us tweet us do whatever you want to do on twitter i really hope that everyone's going okay at the moment because it has been tough on fantasy football and as state mentioned earlier Really important to remember deadline tomorrow, six o'clock, Tuesday. And um, yeah, good luck. Hope everyone has a good game week. Definitely. Yeah. Good luck, everyone. Fingers crossed for another Northern win in, in our heads ahead, Heath. You know, let's, let's keep let's keep going with that momentum. That'd be good for me. And um, yeah, everyone else, good luck, Baron Heath. Yeah. Thanks, mate. You're welcome. <laughs> Anytime. I always like to be nice. Have a good one, guys. See you later.